0: Good, right, all right, there we go. All right, so Pastor Mike got really, really desperate, needed somebody to speak, so y'all got stuck with me. So, if you don't like it, Mr. Mike is the one to blame. All right, so when you see this, I'm going to tell you a little backstory. Get away from that, maybe. All right, so I don't know about y'all, but my grandma over the years was. My favorite person ever, pretty much. I love my mom, I love my dad, but when it comes to Sugarfoot, she's the best, right? Anybody else got a grandma that pretty much think the world of? Some of you understand? All right, so over the years, there's like a, a little white plastic table. You know, the white little rectangle one by the same thing, but it's just a round plastic table. When you walk in the back door, there's the TV, there's a the white plastic table. Well, the deal with the white plastic table is, Once it starts getting cold, there's always a puzzle. Grandma does a puzzle, well did a puzzle, she passed away, but it was not like the little puzzles. It was always the 1,500, no, no, that's the small stuff. She wanted like the 2,500 puzzle, the 3,000 puzzle. So these pieces, you know, about the size of your thumbnail and the, I mean, the puzzles are probably like this. Anybody mess with those? Anybody enjoy doing puzzles? Well, it's, it's, we enjoyed it, and I think what made it funnier is just the fact grandma would do it with us in the comments she'd make. But what's the problem with the puzzle? That, well, that is true, but what else is the problem? The table's not big enough, or there's always that one missing piece. Half the time, where's the missing piece at? It, it's, it's either in the box, it's up under the puzzle it's on the floor, or you had kids over, and it's a whole nother room, or it's not even there. It's somehow gone, but there's always a missing piece to the puzzle, so I have like a little quick challenge, and I was going to say, are you 12th graders, 11th grade, is there an 11th grade girl? Or y'all rather do like a boy-girl competition, or you just want to, anybody want to do it? I just, I just need two people to see who, we're just going to time you, that's it. Just two people. You did have your hand up first, so I'll let you come up here. Now, is it fair with your hand? Are you sure it's fair? You good? All right. Challenger? Is there a female challenger? Would you, or would you, is that who you really think? All right. So here's the deal. Both of you are going to get a shot. Fastest one wins, right? All right. So you're already up here. You ready? You can just sit right there. It'll be fun. No, no, you can come. You're good. You ready? It's only 50 pieces. Are you sure? I mean, if it makes you feel better, this is for ages four and up. <laughs> so, I mean, you should be good, right? I don't know. You want some help? You want a picture? Or here's the picture, okay? Oh, she wants to challenge. Do you want to challenge with the puzzle? You don't have to. You'll do it? All right. Sorry, sir. You've been replaced. We're going to let a female do it. Just, we're going to let you after he gets done. Oh, you can't do puzzles? You can try? Okay. I mean, if you don't have to, we, he wanted to challenge him, so it's your call. He can do it? Okay, that's fine. I'm about to cut you off, man. Or is it? It is, it's got a picture and everything on it. That's a piece of it. Come on. Come on, man, this is a four-year-old's puzzle. Look how big that is. Look how big it is. All right, you're at two minutes. I'm gonna catch you off at three. Can you forfeit? Is that what you, are you, are you going to let somebody younger than you just get the win because you gave up? <laughs> <laughs> All right, come on, you got, you got like less than a minute. Less than a minute. Yeah, we're going to see who can get the most done. Yeah, because I have to at least talk about something other than a puzzle. <laughs> what in the world? Come on, man, come on. Don't need to get good with my little girl to help you. She's put this thing together blindfolded. No. All right, I'm about to take a picture. No, 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 I'm not. I'm, I'm gonna do it so we can keep up with how much you got in three minutes, okay? Dude, you're, you, you, you count down, you count down. That's California. You sure? All right, time out. Stop. Stop. All right, that's it. That's it. Nope. All right, we took a picture. All right. So, are you ready, sir? All right. Well hold on, let me make sure it's all taken apart. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm good. On your mark? Are you ready? All right, go. I didn't give him the picture for a little while. I'll let you go a little bit without it. All right. So, what grade are you, sir? Oh, sir? Seventh. He's a seventh grader. You told me it was fair a while ago. You said it won't a hindrance. Josh. You sound like an old man up here talking about no metabolism. He's less than a minute, and he's already got uh, half of what you did. I know, but he's, he did it in less than three minutes, though. He's got that faster. Huh? No, I gave you like three. Look, I got a timer. I'm about to just cut you off because you already beat him. As soon as, as soon as you... Go ahead, keep going, though. You want to complete it? All right. So seventh grade pretty much seems to have everything figured out. Fifteen years. What kind of puzzles were you doing it to? None. Yeah, yeah. You could go ahead. All right. Timeout. He's already won. He's already won. You can, if you really want to finish it, you can finish it. But like, you, you just slaughtered. No, no. So seventh grade, any other seventh grade in here? What's that mean? No, you're not? All right. So, it's kind of with Ruth in this story, okay? I'm going to give a quick kind of backtrack on chapter one. I'm not going to talk about chapter one. Y'all did that last week. But with a puzzle, everybody agrees. Yet Mr. Mike talked about it the other week. We've mentioned it before, looking at the bigger picture. A lot of times we can get focused on that missing piece or a fact of life, something comes up, somebody in this situation, there was death, right? So in the beginning, there was three guys, right? Father, two sons. Everybody remember that? All right, so I'm going slaughter these names. But the dad was Eliminic, whatever his name is, son. Milan and Killian, right? I don't know who come up with these names, but a lot of Old Testament names or Bible names, but yet, I don't know, bear with me, I'm going to try. All right, so the mom, what was mom's name? Ruth. No, Naomi. What, so Naomi was brokenhearted and she said God's against me. What did she change her name to? Oh, <laughs> Ruth is not the answer right now, all right? <laughs> Mara, thank you, thank you. All right, so... Mara had the sons, and they had two daughter-in-laws. All right. So, what are the daughter-in-laws? Ruth. Ruth. Thank you. What's the other one? Uh, Orph, Thank you. Not Oprah, but the Orpha. Yeah. All right. So, quick review. All right. So, all the men died, and I think it was like a what? A ten-year period. Thanks what it said all right so they're all died in 10 years that's a big piece of a puzzle missing all right bear with me I can't speak stutter discombobulate everything so wait do I have to read all right so you have that and then it says the mom is left with the two daughter-in-laws right what's she try to do send them off right she's like I have nothing for you just go on your way did it work no which one stayed which one left Ruth stayed, or for, or for left, all right, very good, and then it gets into Ruth stays, and it says, all right, so after she left, I've talked a while ago, like, have you ever been in a situation, a death or something, that's just, like I said, that piece of the puzzle is missing, right, there's a hole, there's a void, when something like that happens, do you see the whole picture, or do you see that one missing piece, pretty simple, and Mike talked about that a little bit last week and everything, but what I'm gonna get into this week is the second chapter. And I'm not going to lie. When I read the second chapter and he asked me to talk about it, it's kind of a dull, boring story, okay? There's no epic battle. There's no miracles. There's, uh, let's see, what's the list I went through? There's no healing. Like, nobody got healed. Nobody walked on water. There's nothing crazy like that. There's not even really a romance story in there for anybody that wants a romance story, all right? So, What is it going to come out of this chapter? So when you get to this chapter, I'm going to give you a quick, quick what happens in chapter two. You ready? So Ruth is told to go glean. Everybody know what glean is? Pick up the leftovers from the field, all right? So Ruth is out there picking up. Boaz comes up, and he says, who's this lady in my field? I don't know her. I don't recognize her. And then somebody tells who it is. And then next thing you know, he talks to her a little bit, and then pretty much skips a little bit to the end. There's nothing there. That's it. He tells her to go eat. She comes home. Well, not eat, but he does eat with her. She comes home. She gathers. She goes back to the mother-in-law, and she says, this is what I have. Very exciting, right? No. Like I said, there's nothing to it, is it? So I had a hard time trying to pick out something that relates to this and something that I can just give you like a little lesson on maybe. But before we do that, who's ever played Guess Who? All right. I need somebody. What's the rules to guess who? How's it played? Give me an idea. You're a genius. What's the rules? What's the rules? How do you play it? Like, give me an idea. You got it? Yeah. So is anybody not familiar with the game at all? I know you are. All right. So You sit across from each other, okay, is your person this, is your person this? Do they have a red sweater, do they have a green sweater? Boy, girl. How does that apply to this? How do you think? Now that you've played the game. We're going to get a little guess who with Ruth and Boaz. But before we do that, I tried to look up some stuff that y'all might can relate to that I can tie into this. So, if you don't know this, this is the only time I'm going to let you get the phones out. That way Pastor Mike don't get you. So if you want to get it out and cheat, that's fine. Randy Johnson. Who is he? He's a man. He's a He is a, 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 a man. That's the first part. It is a boy. Yes. Dude, how do you not? Do you not know baseball? All right, so... Let's all get to the point. He is an amazing baseball pitcher, all right? What's his fastest pitch? No. No. 102. I think it's 102, hold on one second. Let me double check, let me double check where I'm at. No, 101.5 for Randy Johnson, according to Google. Now, who holds the fastest pitch? Chapman. 105.1 105.1 yeah. miles per hour. So you know basically less from here to the back wall. He's launching it, okay? Alright, so after we talk about him, who's the greatest socket player? I know lot, at least seventh graders. Messi, who? All right. Seventh grade loves, that's the only reason I even heard this name. But I Googled it according to Google. You ready? Who? Exactly, Messi. All right, so why is he the best player? Somebody tell me. All right, most goals, what else was listed? Just give me some idea. mobility. What else? All right, so according to Google, this guy right here is the king of soccer, he has dribbling skills supposed to be the best. He's supposed to have the sickest tricks. I don't know all the terminology. Is that like a hat trick or whatever? What's the deal with tricks in soccer? Is that anything different? All right, so and then he's got the most goals and it says he's got the most determination, all right? He's the most determined on the ball field. There's a missing piece. You sure? So that's that missing piece of life, right? Right? It might be in the box or it actually might be missing. I don't know. But either way, I was going to tie it either way. That's the missing piece of life right there. The missing piece of life that drive you crazy. That's, that's, that's the hardships in life that you can't do nothing but focus on, right? All right. All right. So. All right. Some of you, I know Pastor Mike's into football. What's the longest field goal in NFL? NFL, not kicked and missed, but the longest hit. How far? Nope. 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 You know what? 66. Accor- according to Google. Okay, I may be wrong, but who did it? Who did it? If you're ever going to play fantasy football, this is the kicker you need. Tucker. Tucker. Who's he play for? All right, and he did it against the Lions, okay? All right, and that was nine twenty six twenty one. All right, guess. You, like I say you could cheat or whatever. This person has the Guinness Book of World Records. They are known for being the tallest person. All right, how tall? How tall, Walt Disney? How tall is Walt Disney? Seven eleven. What else? Who's eight foot? What nine feet tall? What else? No, we ain't going Bible. It's Robert Wadlow. He's not from here, okay? It's 8 foot 11 inches. All right, shortest person. How tall? 3 foot 6. Ah, we ain't going baby size, like, grown, like, come on. 2 foot 5 inches, anybody else even closer, think about it, 2 foot 1 inches, alright, and that right there, dude, I'm going to tell you, his name is really hard to pronounce, are you ready, Afshin Esmiel, you have to look that one up on your own, okay, but my point with all this stuff, each person that we just went over is known for something, okay, each one of you are known for something, okay? What are you known for? How many of you, I mean, okay, don't give any names, but everybody knows the quarterback, right? The starting quarterback, everybody knows the star guard that's like knocking three-pointers out of them, all right? Soccer, whatever, the goalie's known for most block. I don't know, I don't keep up with soccer, but you get my point. Every sport has the greatest and they're known for it. Most of the time... When it comes time to pick a homecoming king and queen, everybody already knows who it is, right? They're popular, right? They're, but they're known. What are they known for? Being good. Being good. What else? Uh, um, being popular, popular. Hmm? Football. Football. All right, what else are they known for? Achievement. Achievements? Um, straight, A's. straight A's? Okay. All right. So I'm going to get to this really quick. All right, you ready? In the one of the uh, verse five and six, this is chapter two, it says, "Boaz asked the overseer of his harvesters, "Who does that woman belong to?" The uh, overseer replied, "She is the Moabite who came from Moab with Naomi." Then Boaz replied later in verse 11, it says, "I have been told all about you and what you have done for your mother-in-law since the death of your husband. How you have left your father, uh, where is it? Mother, your homeland." and you've come to live with the people you do not know, all right? Then if we go on there down to the very end of the chapter, Ruth has come back to her mother-in-law, and she sits there, and she says, her mother-in-law says, ask, where did you go today? Where did you work? Bless the man that took notice of you. Um, Then Ruth told her about the, uh, I'm sorry, this is really small print on the note thing, so bear with me. Said Ruth told her mother in law that the one whose place she had been working, the name of the man I worked with was today was Boaz. Uh, Lord bless him. Naomi said to her other daughter in law, Has not, oh wow, y'all bear with me. The Lord has blessed him. Naomi said to her daughter in law, Has not stopped, he has not stopped showing his kindness to the uh, living and the dead. She added, That man. I'm sorry, I did not bring my glasses. I promise you. All right, I cannot read. It's getting all discombobulated. But here's my point. If you go back and if you read those verses, they're going to stick out. For one, Naomi was known. Boaz asked the field uh, worker, who is this lady and what is she doing here? They knew who she was, what she was from, and they also knew the fact that, hey, she came with her mother-in-law. She did not go back to her home. She's looked after her mother-in-law no matter through the death or whatever else is going on, she's thick and thin with her mother, going out to the fields, picking, while mother-in-law's back home. And then at the end, she tells her mother-in-law about Boaz. She said, Boaz, as our kingsman, the one, everybody know what the kingsman is, or a caretaker pretty much in this situation, it's the one who looks back after the widow and the family, takes care of the land, the, the widow, the livestock, and all that kind of stuff. So she's basically saying, that's who he is, and this is what he's done. Stay with him. My point behind all this is, is every single one of them is known for what they did, right? I'm going to read you, I'm going to try to read this out of the Bible because maybe it's a little bit better print than what's up there because it's definitely not working with my eyes right now. All right, so in Galatians, we're going to go to chapter 5, and we're going to start with 19. It says, Now the works of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, moral, moral impurity, pers- promiscuity, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambitions, um, coercing, and anything similar, but in which I tell you in advance, as I have told you before, that those who practice in such things will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. Then if you go down to verse 22, it says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faith, gentleness, And um, against such things, there is no law. So when I read those real quick, um, which side do you stick on? What sticks out for somebody's life? If I was to actually go to your school, go to your friends, go to your parents, leaders, I was like, this is between me and you. I'm not going to go back to them. What are they going to say about you? What are you known for? Uh, Everybody in here, who's got a younger sibling? Most of everybody. They're watching everything you do. They're learning from you. So you're responsible for what you show them. I don't know exactly who plays sports. Who, anybody got anything going on right now? Who's the best one on the team? <laughs> but honestly, like whether you vote for yourself, everybody on your team knows who the best one is, right? There's always that one person that carries them. I just want you to think about this in your next step in life, even as you're going in through college, especially when you go to get jobs and everything. Somebody's watching you right now, it's going to affect what you do with your job, with your college, everything from now on, especially your eternal life, which is more important. But according to uh, Mr. Mike, y'all normally get let out on a normal thing. There's no, nothing crazy. Um, so when I dismiss or whatever, that's the biggest point I want you to think about. Ruth. And Boaz, you know, it's not much in that chapter, like I said, there's no battle, there's no healings, there's no crazy nothing. It's just a simple, she went to the field, she picked, that's it. But there's always more to the picture if you take time and look for that missing puzzle piece, or you take the time to just dedicate to ask God what's next, or what's in it you're supposed to be seeing. So even though it was hard for me this week to kind of pick out something, what are we known for? I can tell you right now, when it's time for me, that right there, I call my wife Miss Wilson. Every time at work, I go knocking on somebody's door, you know, the first thing I hear, oh, I know you, you're Allison's husband, I'm telling you. Matter of fact, I was all the way in Kenley to let somebody know I found something wrong with the meter the other day. Hey, it's you Allison's husband, how are the kids, all right? I'm known as Allison's husband. Before Allison, oh, you're Daniel's brother. My brother's younger than I am, you know, like, He's the cool one and I'm just the sidekick. If we were to take ourselves and lay each other down on a piece of paper and write down and examine ourselves, what are you known for? Is God seen? Or are you just the the average show that fits in with the crowd? So nothing much, nothing fancy, but that's just my quick two cents on the day. Anybody any questions? Who wants to teach next week? All right. All right. You're lucky. To- hey, sh- 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 Mike, Mike said he's got next week. So, all right. Y'all ready? I'm just going to pray real quick and then you can uh, hang out or just do not disturb big church. Okay. Y'all good with that? Uh-huh. All right. God, thank you for today. Thank you for many blessings. I ask that you take and be with us. Help us remember there's always somebody watching that we're known for each and every day that we do, whether it's good or bad. May we learn from you and decide to take the track that always leads people to see you, and we're known for being the Christian you've called us to be. In Jesus' name, amen.